Oh, shit, tape heads. It is that time once again to make us a mixtape. I am your host, Marty DeRosa. I'm the other guy, Paul Farvar. And uh, we are back once again to make you a wonderful mixtape. Mixtapes, Paul. We usually ask our guests what their relationship is with a mixtape. Uh, you've been doing a lot of house cleaning as of late. You're coming across a lot of your old... Uh, I'm, I'm feeling like there's a movie here, like, you know, the... The guy in his very early 40s who's just <laughs> going through the old parents' house. Are you feeling like there's like a, a nostalgia-based movie in there? I had a lot of stuff when we cleaned out my parents' house for the move. There was a lot of cool stuff I had. What that kind was, of what kind of music would be playing while you're cleaning out, like in your head to match it for the movie? Uh, it would probably be a, a lot of uh, sad stuff. A lot of a lot of Avid Brothers. Okay, okay, yeah, that's sad moving music. Yeah, yeah. That's some Wilco. Maybe some, maybe know, uh, maybe um, some old, maybe some seventies classics, eighties classics like Pat Benatar. Maybe Brick by Ben Folds Five. <laughs> hey, you know what? I talked to somebody and I don't want to name his name because I don't know if it's if it was him or not. And he was like, "Well, we know now that song's about abortion, but back then we didn't know what it was yeah, about." Did. I was like, "What are you talking about?" And I asked Sarah, "I'm like, did you?" She's like, "Yeah, I was a little kid in school and Everyone I knew what that it. song was about." Everyone fucking. In yeah. fact, in his biography, which I recently read. He you read Ben Fold's biography? Yeah, you are an insider. It's amazing. He's really got a great story. Uh, okay, I'll be I will be um I will be I Ben Fold's. Twice. I'll be Ben Fold's and you're you're um a reporter for Make Us a Mixtape. We sent you to the press junket. Okay. Uh so I'll be I'll be him and you ask me some questions. Okay. Uh Ben, do you uh do you First of all, any, who are you and what are you what uh, are you with? Paul Farvar Make us a mixtape. Oh, okay. You now know I know. I do. I do. You, you, You're the right. guys who love the uh, the Bruce Willis uh, Seagram's Golden Wine. <laughs> <laughs> You're the reason why their sales are up yeah. one million percent. Can I ask you something? Fire uh, away, ben, Paul. What, Mr. Folds, um, what is your? That's opinion? right. It's Mr. Folds to you, you piece of shit. <laughs> what is your opinion of the recent talk that Roe v. Wade will be overturned? What are your opinions? Being that a lot of people blame you and your song Brick for. Uh, normalizing abortions they blame they blame me no. did i write that in my book no i just say that oh yeah maybe i wrote brick you know what i mean i don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't have to pay for an abortion for the rest of my life i wrote a question do you remember yeah. partying with me and by partying i mean walking down melrose yeah uh back in 1999 where i was wearing your shirt you were and i went oh look at this fucking guy and you're <laughs> like oh future. sir i'm so embarrassed that you're wearing my shirt and then we went to that party at Dave Grohl's house, and we just <laughs> he wasn't and we, there. yeah, Different he story. was. <laughs> oh, I thought that was the same story. Horrible, horrible. Paul's analogy. magical L.A. nights. Those those were some great days. I, I haven't been back there. In a while, I love it. Right. Yeah, this ben is me. Was this great. is Marty again. Yeah, I'm how back. do we get on the Ben Folds thing? <laughs> you were talking. We were talking about sad songs for movies. Oh yeah, that would be in the song. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, that's the mixtapes are great. I'm glad that we're doing these again. Uh, we uh, if you want us to come up with a theme, make us a mixtape. Uh, makes at gmail.com. Let us know if your um, morning zoo crew did a parody where it's like, he's a dick and like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that would be a great. A brick. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be, I love, do you remember any like old song parodies from growing up like Eddie and Jobo or like. <laughs> I remember that uh, Brand Meyer had some funny stuff. They weren't song stuff, yeah. but they had a, they had a porn emporium. Where he was a nut. With fake porn names. Yeah. Which were he was a nut. He was such a fun listen yeah, back in the day. Great. He uh, he's a real weirdo from what I heard. And he like moved out to That's L.A. So and got weird. all this money. And he's like these one of these in Chicago. We had all these weird Johnny radio B. guys. We, and TV. he was 
He was a real interesting one. Yeah, he was the voice of ABC for a while. He did their, like, coming up next. Yeah, he Hulma, went on TV for a while. Yeah. Steve Dahl is still around. Uh, yeah. He's got a podcast. Um, there's a lot of great got a lot of great radio. I, I miss. I love radio so much. I think it's uh, forgotten uh, media. But commercials is what we're talking about. <laughs> As on our podcast. Well, podcast that is people radio. listen to instead of radio. People now. say that, yeah. I mean, but I think radio is great. I would, I would. Hey, would you I'm rather? A, I got have, serious again. Would you rather have a radio show or a pod, like a number one podcast or a number one radio show? Uh, number one podcast because when we would do the radio show, it was so like you couldn't talk. You had to yeah. do commercials and commercials and commercials. Speaking of commercials, was this in a commercial? What's that? Your first song? Hell yeah, it was. All right, I'm gonna play a little bit. Oh, before we get. Oh. Before we get into it, yeah, let's talk about the songs that didn't make the. Cut. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, yeah, okay. Let's talk about them. Uh, two of them were on your list. Uh, Pink, uh, Nick Drake was on mine. Yes, from Volkswagen, and, the yeah. champion of these commercials. That was definitely one, and I think that was really the only one that was really made a cut that didn't make a cut. Okay. Um, and the other one that I wanted to do, and I don't know if you remember this video in the song was "Da Da Da" by Trio. Da Da Da. That was the one that gong, gong, barely made. Oh, it. that would have been if you had that on there. I would I have took been it off. so happy. I took it off. It was it da, was so da, close. Da. Oh, you know what was another one. That uh, all I want to do is to thank you for driving in my car. You well, let me I know change the song, but what, what commercial was A car was commercial. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, so that was that. And then there was a few that were other Volkswagen songs. I'm like, I can't do all I know, Volkswagen. I know, I know. They what else? So many. There were a bunch of Wilco songs, too. Yeah. Wilco gave up a shit ton of their songs. Go for it. But that's it. That's the only right. thing I wanted to cover. And, uh, and uh, let's move on. All right. Let's play your song. First one is Thanks I Get for Loving You. <laughs> I love that at the beginning of a song. I love when they do that. Ah, uh, what was the commercial? Yeah. Volkswagen. Oh, really? They're driving up and down the hills in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. They, Wilco gave up a lot of songs, and in Tweety's memoir, he talks about when they were talking about whether to sell their music to Volkswagen. They talked to a an elite elite. You know, music, Illuminati mu- member. Okay. I think it was Patty Smith. Okay. I'm not sure it was someone I don't remember, but it's in the memoir. And then she said, "He's like, Sh- is this selling out?" And she's like, "Fuck that! Get your money! Yeah, get your money!" I remember hearing Henry Rollins, who I was like, "Well, if Henry Rollins says it's okay," back yeah. on the day, he was like on Conan or something or Howard Stern, and he was like, "What do you think of uh, Iggy Pop?" Oh, Iggy Pop, Lust for Life. Right. That was that, that was cruise liner, and it was on an Apple. Company. And an app, yeah. And he goes, he goes, I don't give a shit. He goes. He, I know that Iggy Pop didn't write that song about going on a cruise. Right. He wrote it about like doing heroin and stuff. So I don't care if they want to play it, play it. Honestly, like, I don't care. Wilco got fans from it. They got a lot of stuff from it, and if they they sold got some, flack from their fans. No, got fans from oh, it. From oh, the oh, music. oh, 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 hundred percent. Like if I'm Wilco, I know. Or if I'm if I'm uh you know uh, Axl Rose, and Wilco comes to me and says, Axl, should we do this? And I would go, <laughs> guys, you fucking like. When I saw Jeff Tweedy and he was just like at Costco, I was like, do you take anything you want here? You guys deserve everything. Like when I saw that documentary, it broke my heart that uh, I'm I'm trying to break your heart. No pun intended. But it broke my heart that they're like they're like broke and asking for money and like uh, I can't pay that bill this month. I'm like, you're in Wilco. You should have to pay you like anything. Everything's free. Everything's free. Well, he doesn't have any money problems now. But. It is funny to see, and and going back to the sellout thing, they're getting new people exposed to their music. I'm old enough to know that. Obviously, I know Wilco's backstory with yeah. Uncle Tupelo and everything like that. But I've been on dates where, or at least one date where someone you mentioned Wilco, and you're like, oh, they're from the Volkswagen. Commercial. Hey man, 
however you can get them, get them. And they are now a new crop of people that I would love. I would love to find a new band like Wilco. You know what I mean? Like that's what's exciting. If you're like, oh, you don't know who this is, and you're like, who's Wilco? And you're like, oh, they got a couple bangers. Then you're like, oh my god, they have so many bangers, so many bangers. And then when this song came out, was when that album came out. I think the the it was called the Wilco album or whatever it was, but. I didn't even have it yet. I was like, oh, I got to go get this. Because usually I was on top of my game in terms yeah. of when Wilco albums came out. But You know what always happens with me? When I'll, like we talked about last episode, where I'll have the, you know, like the playlist going and then either Apple or Spotify is like, hey, check out this song. Check yeah. out this song. Every time I'm like, ooh, what is this? And I'll look and it's like Ryan Adams or Whiskey yeah. Town. <laughs> I'm like, guys. A lot of Whiskey Town stuff. A lot of Whiskey Town the stuff. The one thing I don't miss about the podcast was because I had all the mixtapes of other artists saved and uh, some of our uh, some of our friends who came on the show had yeah. horrible music taste. Yeah, oh, they messed opinion. up your algorithm? Yeah, it's, it messed up my algorithm for iTunes because yeah. I'm like, they're sending me show tunes. I'm like, why oh, are you Oh, because I played like WKRP in Cincinnati no, or we something. Had, uh, we had a guest who loved show tunes. Oh, Allie, show tunes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Not, oh, not show movies. Yeah. <laughs> I meant like, yeah, the theme song. No, I, know, of, I love that song. That's yeah. a good song. Are you getting but, targeted ads from uh, Seagram's Golden Wine Cooler? <laughs> now we're going to get like 80. <laughs> if, there was, if Seagram's Wine Coolers oh, were still out, we'd be bombarded right now let's check ebay if they've got any <laughs> that's um, the first time i got drunk was on seagram's Golden really Wars. uh the orange flavor one yeah wow. seventh grade did it feel wet and dry at the same time uh i just remember thinking it was going to taste like candy and it tasted gross but i drank two of them or one and a half and i felt like sick i would say uh-oh oh. i can get a, a vin- vic that a uh vintage seagram's golden wine cooler <laughs> hat because you got to remember, Paul. Oh, no, it's got wing. It's got like lightning bolts coming oh, out of it. God. I can't buy that. Um, you know, you remember who they're anymore, do what? They? they don't make wine coolers anymore. They might or make them oh, again. You now. know what? Mine was Bartles and James. Mine was Bartles I can and get James. a uh, it's wet and it's dry T-shirt. <laughs> 70 bucks. 70 bucks. Here we go. Does Bruce Willis sign it? Seagram's golden wine cooler mesh snapback trucker hat. Uh Oh, I might have to buy that one. Anyway, Paul. Uh <laughs> So, yeah, so yeah. Wilco, and and speaking of artists that uh, what you said about new artists from yeah. commercials, this next artist is exactly how I learned about him. And I became a huge fan of this artist. This is uh, I just can't get it right today by Joe Purdy. It was for a Kia commercial. And uh, the oh, intro wait, no, that you talks a lot one. in the beginning. OK, but. I got it. Though. I got it. You had this as your third. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, no. 30 minutes. Oh, I, all right. We'll switch it up. What was this a commercial for? Kia. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then I got his whole catalog. I went to all his concerts. I was obsessed with this guy yeah. in the early 2000s. Yeah, he's got some fun bangers. Yeah. Is he saying that's the way that the world goes round? You're king of the hill. Then you I think yeah. So. Such a good song, and the and the great thing about him is, when I was playing guitar, I'd play some of his songs. Mm-hmm. I learned all his old catalog, yeah. and he was not big enough where people would be like, "Oh, did you write that?" And I'd be like, "Oh, that's interesting. Maybe I did." Yeah, because you play him live at the shows. Hey. at like Duffy's. Oh, uh, there's probably some show. real shitheads who are like, "Here's a song I wrote." No, I never said it. But no, I but I'm saying there has to be like guys out, you know, in the in the, the yeah. burbs or something somewhere at a party back when the move for me was uh bringing girls back to my place and they see a guitar like oh you play that 
I'd dabble a few songs. I and I'd play uh, one of these songs when we were like freshmen in high school. My friend's cousin was a like an up and coming DJ in Chicago, and he uh, music DJ or like radio house music DJ, DJ. and he was and he would tell people that he was a guy from B ninety six. It was like and and like hitting on these high school girls, and he's like, "I'm on B ninety six." We're like, "This seems not cool." So we had to That's we had lie. to out him. Yeah, we outed I didn't, him. I didn't flat out lie, but it was more like uh, Bill Clinton. It depends on what your definition of is is. Like <laughs> I was like, did you write this song? I'm like, in my head, I was like, well, my version's a little different. Yeah, but yeah, it was bad. Uh, yeah, it this next group we talked about this next group already. This would be some of your uh, sad moving, <laughs> sad moving music. Sure. Um, how did you how did you get into these guys, the Abbott brothers? Abbott brothers. Abbott brothers. Uh, I saw them in concert at the. Um, Austin City Limits changed okay. my life. I've had them. This online. feels like such a quintessential Paul band. So I can this, see you working out to this. I fucking totally work out to this. And <laughs> I, I'm obsessed with them. After I saw them in concert, it was one of the best cons. I wasn't familiar with them when I went there, but then we went there. It was one of those times where you just, I was with my best friends. We were all celebrating our birthday. And uh, it was Austin City Limits for the first time. And uh, I, I, I was having the best time, and the music was so good. Three-part harmonies. They're fucking having fun on stage. It was so, so cool, and I love them. Then uh, fast forward to the pandemic, and uh, a Northwestern Mutual commercial comes on. They're talking about their kid who has autism, and they start a company, small business. Nice. And I'm like, what is this song? It sounds so familiar. And this song played, and honestly, it was so fucking perfect for the – the theme of the the uh, commercial. Were you guys like all drunk swinging around, like hanging on? Well, this other? is when I later fast forward. Oh, when okay. I saw it in a commercial right. with Northwestern. But yeah, back then I was right. totally. But I don't remember this at the concert. But this song in the commercial. What was this commercial for? Northwestern. The hospital. Mutual. Oh, like Northwestern whatever, Mutual. Like okay, okay. Investing property, but this cohesively matches with the product. And she's like telling a story. like, I always took my career first, but then. I found out my son had autism. And oh, jeez. Lavender baths made him feel good. So I started a company called Lavender Bath. And then, and then it fast forwards. It shows him as an adult. And they're working together. It's That's like right. I've seen that. Oh, my and God. And during yeah. the pandemic, when we were all sad all the time, I would oh, cry yeah. when this would come on. It was such a good fucking commercial. And it's such a good song. And then what's the song called again? Just for the whole title. It's so long. Oh, uh, give me a second here. That is uh, Head Full of Doubt. Head full of doubt slash something, right? Yeah, hold on. Sorry. (laughs) Head full of doubt slash road full of promise. Okay, there you go. I was waiting for it to scroll across. Such a good song, man. Such a good video or not video commercial. I I, if I if I had stocks, I would I would use Northwestern Mutual or whatever the company is. But the commercial's great. Go check it out and uh, and uh, shout out to Northwestern. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like. yeah, you've got that's a that's a very nice spot. Like you're watching some classy TV if you're seeing that commercial. Is that right? Oh yeah, because like during wrestling, it's you know <laughs> it's all Little Caesars commercials and like Blue Chew, Gas X, yeah, um, and like motor oil. Like you change your own oil, don't you? You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> you don't let some guy do it for you. I I think that Avid Brothers, going back to what you said earlier about yeah. finding new bands, they're like the new Wilco in the sense where people learn about them through. Uh, things that they've done to get their name out, like commercials oh, okay. or soundtracks or whatever, because you listen to that song and if you like that style of music, you're like, then you're in, this? you're in, yeah. And it's kind of like one of those things where you are exposed to them. And that was the same way when I saw them at Austin City Limits years ago. 
um i was like this is this band is so good i only knew like their one or two hits yeah but then you see them in concert and then you're exposed they have a song to them. about boston or something no, that's Augustana. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> that's their one hit. Actually, oh, yeah. Augustana Boston played at Taste of Lincoln years ago, and uh, they were headlining one stage, and that was the only song they had. Oh, that you know. And then they played it. Yeah. And it was like second to last. I mean, the oh. whole place fucking cleared up. Oh. But it was funny that everyone's like, play the song. Yeah, the song. Yeah. Now do it acoustic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what, what else would you do? Just yeah. do a long version yeah. of it. Yeah. Well. I miss those street fests. Oh, yeah. I did go to... Uh, Street Fest. I did last too. I week. saw some. Mu- did you come to this one, yeah. Andersonville? No, how was it? Oh, it was cool. Cover was, bands, though, right? Yeah, all cover bands. Yeah, ours was a cover band too. I went to the Well Street one, and then Taste of Randolph, which is a sh- Chicago favorite festival. They used to have Dawes. I've seen Dawes there. I've seen Rusted Rude. A lot of bands. They they went all cover bands too, and like house music too. You know, it's probably cheaper. You don't yeah. have to deal with egos and stuff. Maybe like they're, they're just happy or for I the gig. Or I think all the. Good bands are. This is this is festivals. when you're uh, one of those Chicago cover bands who probably just every weekend all summer you're just playing you're just playing the hits. Yeah, and also I think that the big like Lala and Pitchfork they have rules that you can't play for sixty days in the yeah. rider. What do you um, what do you think uh, like a bass player for one of those bands that play all the fests is like? Pulling down a weekend. Well, the bigger ones, I know exactly what they make. Oh, because yeah. I this was is why a you listen to the for, podcast. Uh, um, so the bigger ones that are corporate, yeah, they will make a good. Well, it depends on like if if the band. So these are like franchised out, and there's like uh, you know, like the Good Time Boys like, or so, the okay. '80s Boys play in Chicago. We've they got '80s Boys version. in LA. Yeah, yeah, like they'll have sixteen candles has multiple. Well, not them necessarily, but some of the bands. Do you remember Aphrodisiacs? They were like yeah. a '70s band. Yeah, that was a. Uh, franchise they had a oh, bunch of wow. them all around okay and those guys pulled um i want to say clo- six figures wow each. okay yeah yeah some of them didn't even play music what do you mean like aphrodisiacs they were singing and dancing but oh. they were really there was just not really playing really no because it's all tracks yeah that's true oh my the drummer God. would play the beats but there was there was still a drum oh okay machine um but to answer your question about a bassist yeah i would say in a in a band that plays regularly yeah they're pulling between 80 and 100 grand congratulations and that's, they get and if they're really in a corporation exciting. they get benefits and that's really too. exciting that's really fun hey oh, yeah. you just get all you do is just play cool songs for drunk people drunk people you're yeah. playing in the background you gotta play the heat you're playing the heat in the summers it's all hits and and you're also playing and some of those cover bands at the fest they'll uh they give people like lists uh or sheets and mm-hmm. they where they can make requests all digital now and stuff yeah oh, and that's now great. it's like qr code and then they look at the list like oh Susie wants to hear yeah. you know get that's down great. on it and then yeah. they play it fuck yeah Susie. Susie, fucking yeah now your next pick here uh is a band i've never really heard you talk about before okay and uh i don't know i gotta hear this song and i gotta hear play the song and the name so people all can. right this is uh elo electric light orchestra with living thing was okay this was one of those songs where this was one of those uh napster songs where people would say it was the beatles (laughs) so this this is uh what's his name jeff from uh he's also in the traveling wilburys he was like the lesser known yeah um 
But this was a Volkswagen. He had song a nice for, he had a nice uh, Afro kind of perm. Yes, he had a nice perm. Yeah. I'll say Jeff that Lynn. was a perm. Yeah. So this was a song that ELO was one of those forgotten bands. I'm like, ah, you know, I never really got into them. But then the Volkswagen commercial came out, and I was like, this is a great song. Yeah. And yeah. I think when they did the commercial, they had a they kind of blew up again on iTunes because people were buying. The Everyone's going to say, oh, you guys didn't do the the cranberry. Oh, the cran the um. That was a, vi- a viral uh, video with the uh, cranberry juice with dreams. the dude on the skateboard. Yeah, and there's a not like um oh that's, a, a oh. Patty Smith song blew up recently. Oh yeah. Uh or no Kate Bush. Oh, Kate Bush on song. The hill. That's from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, they, I mean but, we're gonna we're just gonna see a gazillion of those because now especially after that it's like people are gonna be like oh please put this really cool song that never got I'll, its due on here's what you need to do yeah. Paul. Maybe we shut this podcast down. We go out to L.A. We become these music brokers where we'll go to and we'll be like, listen, you guys all missed the boat on this like Wilco song or a gin. Yeah, something like, listen, Long December really needs to get the respect it's due (laughs) as far as my buddy here is concerned. There's something like, you know, there's somebody who's just like, give me like, I mean, basically, like you think there's some there's people people doing that, right? Who just know, like whether it's for movies or whether it's for commercials, there's people who are just like. That song needs to be in a commercial. So there's already people that do that. Uh, and I worked in, the, in that we'll industry. put them out of business. They, <laughs> they, Fuck those guys. They re-sign these older artists, including bands like my band, Shoeshine Boy. Mm-hmm. And they they find people. It's like a library that they have. They're like, hey, we want a song that's about going up hills and uh, has like an 80s theme. Like, how about Kate Bush? Yeah. And they have something ready. They're like, we want something with X amount of beats yeah. per minute. Yeah. They have a system that's so interesting what they're looking for i love it so it's so they have algorithms to do that they don't have stuff with feelings anymore that's music supervisors which is something i wanted to get into that sounds so cool yeah it changes everything but like i didn't know about that whole fucking i hate that show stranger things did you ever watch that i watched the first season i watched the first i couldn't get into it but then i saw everyone talking about kate bush and then uh our friend adam burke put on something about it and it's like I'm like, why is everyone talking about this mm-hmm. song? It's an amazing song. And she's an amazing, it's a great song. Yeah. She was great on the Peter Gabriel album, Don't Give Up, too. That oh, yeah. She was amazing yeah. in that song. Yeah, she crushes it. Um, and then everyone's like all into her now. It's like, but you know what's great is if she goes on tour now, she'll sell out. Yeah. Rooms that, or just kids that are fucking. That or count all those song. all those pennies and nickels she's making off streaming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It, it adds up. I get checks every I ho- month. I hope she gets some big paychecks from that. That's real cool. I love just like every couple months, instead of like there being some new dumb story, it's like, oh, this old song is like this, the most popular song again. And it's like, kids love Pour Some Sugar on Me from Def Leppard. I don't know what the deal is. So, is it, Did you notice a lot of kids are wearing like shirts? It's 90s back. 90s style is oh, back. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, do you even know this band? But oh, then Paul, they did. let it go. Don't worry about no, it. No, I, I didn't say like it. in an accusatory yeah. way. I just be like, I'm like, do you even know the band? I'm like, yeah, I do. I didn't know the songs. But with ELO, going back to this song, I never got into them. And then this song made me go back and revisit their catalog. And mm-hmm. Jeff Lynne was fucking amazing. See, I thought I thought they were more of a, a sticks type band. A little more progressive. A little Roggy, more of that progressive rock or like um, prog rocky feel yeah maybe. rush yeah a little bit i mean they're like a musician's musician yeah. so if you talk to like drummers they're like oh this is the best band i've been uh 
putting on this old wrestling podcast where they talk about this company in Texas, World Class. Oh, I have the mug right here. World Class Championship, Championship Wrestling. wrestling yeah. And I've been watching the shows from 1983 every week on the WWE Network. And then I listen to this podcast where these like guys were like, yeah, Kerry Von Erich was pretty good today. And uh, at the end of it, they play Tom Sawyer. That was Kerry Von Erich's theme song uh, for, for rush, most yeah. of his. He's, he had a bunch, but that was like one of his most popular ones. And um, they played at the end of the podcast, and I was showing Sarah a clip of Caravan Eric, and I go, oh, you got to hear his theme song because they cut it out on the WWE Network. They're not going to pay for Rush, you know. So I played it on my on my phone while he came out in the ring because they just he cut the music, you know. So he's like, so everybody's saying. going crazy, but there's no music. You're like, I know there's music. And she goes, oh, my God, I know that song. You played in the middle of the night like five times in a row. Because at the end of the podcast, they play it. So she's like, it's like, and she's like, I know this song. And it's like, oh, why? Those are like artists that I wonder if they've missed their opportunity because they were so anti like selling out. And I know Metallica is probably the same way because what's his name is a fucking nutbag against Lars. Lars was so anti streaming and all that shit. Yeah. I wonder if they missed that opportunity like Guns N' Roses. Oh, why aren't they doing it? The the ones you don't work, the ones that I'm more concerned with and feel bad for aren't the ones who are still rich. I'm talking about the people who were like, hey, I wrote that one-hit wonder, and like oh, Oscar yeah. Mayer was like, can we give you $4 million to use that? And you're like, no, dude, I'm going to still be a fucking credible <laughs> music. And then they're like, oh, hey, do you guys still, you know, like now tag team got to do a commercial yeah. like for Whoop, there it is. I'm like, good for oh, those yeah, guys. Oh, yeah, the guy, uh, yeah. was that progressive? It's one of those, yeah. yeah. And, and, That's uh, a great commercial. But yeah, the, I'm sure there's people who were like, why the fuck was I like, no, oh, man, I'm not selling out to the man, and they didn't yeah. sell out. But then it's like, and then people who probably told them like you'd be a sellout are like, you know, like does Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam do commercials for anybody? So. But you know what sucks now too are these people, and it goes back to my next song that's coming up. But like Prince, he's dead, and now his estate is fucking selling everything. Yeah, especially your shit, guy. Shit, yeah, shit that they didn't probably didn't want to release. Like I know he had an album that wasn't completed, and Prince was such a lunatic about. Progress being so perfectionist, and they're just gonna release all this shit that was not up to Prince's caliber. Sure. And it's like, is that the right? What do you do? I mean, Jeff Buckley's uh, family did the same thing. I mean, you know, it's 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 just one of those things. Um, what do you think? You think Prince would have wanted his stuff oh, released? Pearl Jam did a Target commercial. That's a Target commercial. Yeah, that was one of their newer albums. I think you could only get it at Target or something. Ooh, I remember this song. Oh, that's a good song. Yeah, that was a good song. Um, that was kind of when... Uh, does Dave Matthews have any songs on commercials? Well, I'm, I'm sure he does. You would think so, but do we? Can we can I'll we find out right that? now. While you're tuning that, I wonder what the answer is for something like that where someone artist was like, I don't want to release anything out in the world unless it's 100% ready, and then they die. Like, yeah. Do they want it out, or do they want to just be like, ah, screw it? Oh, I remember this commercial. Uh, remember JB Hi-Fi? No. These were commercials. So JB Hi-Fi is like a British. If you watch any like British shows, they would have the. Because they would get little bonus stuff. Well, that's not a commercial. No, 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 no. That was the only thing that popped up. I don't think Dave Matthews has no, had any songs so. in commercials. Which He doesn't need it yet, but he will. If that doesn't matter. He was at the festival that I did. Yeah, the only thing with commercials are he like. Was, um, he was at the innings festival. Oh, he's still doing his thing? Yeah. Yeah. People went nuts. 
hey man he's that guy's got talent. some i mean like that guy probably hits those the, his fans with some nostalgia up the fucking wazoo with those old songs like you know if those were like your I college songs or whatever and you're like a dave matthews guy like I'm sure I, that's pretty. I don't remember one song he played. I was there, but I was in the VIP. Did you like all the hits like Crash Into Me I, and I, I the Ants remember, Go March? I can't remember one song. Yeah. Well, At least with like Green Day, I remembered yeah. the songs. I was like, this is fun. Yeah. But I was like, in my Did own you world. notice like the crowd go like to another level when some of these yeah. big namers got out there? Yeah. And, and and actually, that was the same one that Foo Fighters was at. Yeah. I was the last Foo Are Fighters. Are they going to play anymore? Or what's I don't the think story? So. Yeah. Not for a while. Poor Dave Grohl, man. Yeah, man. Well, poor that guy's family. Yeah, that guy too. But I think it's crazy. You're that really always looking out for these millionaires. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I mean it's just Dave Grohl's been in two bands I know. now. I mean, God, I know. it sucks it's so yeah. so hard. But this, this could guy, be like uh, Michael Sanchez. Like I said, he always has that amazing joke where he goes, uh, yeah. "You know, we were in a uh, <laughs> an, uh, a um, Joy Division cover band, but our lead singer killed himself, so now we became a New Order cover band." So now you can do the updated version: is we were in a Nirvana cover band, but our lead singer killed himself. So then we formed a Foo Fighters cover band, but then our drummer died. You know, and then it's gonna it yeah. could just like keep going. That's funny. <laughs> Not funny really. and dark. I know. What do we? That's some. I joke about. That's speaking that's how I cope. And spe- speaking, speaking of, of dark, dark deaths, here's an artist that um, makes more money dead than alive. 100%. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, this is a little less conversation for a Nike commercial with Elvis. This is the JXL remix, and this was like. Elvis versus JXL. That's must be some DJ who did this. Um, this so was this was that thing in the Nike commercial. What year was this? I don't know. Probably like late 2000s yeah. or late late 90s, early 2000s. It was definitely 2000. This is that like. So they always say that we're like usually a couple decades back of like what we're into. Like we get the nostalgia for like 20 years ago. That's why everyone's saying kind of like. 2030 like now the 90s are popular so it's usually like what's like 20 or 30 years ago and i remember in the like late you know most of the 90s i'd say like the 70s were so like remember how cool the 70s were you know and then there were this yeah around this time there was that thing of like hey remember these legends like and then it was like okay it was the frank sinatra then it was elvis and then it was but yeah like it's just really weird with the elvis stuff where it's like Dude's got a movie coming out. Yeah. They'll make money off that. Like this family. Who's playing him? Uh I don't know, some young dude. Younger okay. dude. Not like Looks a like not like a huge celebrity. I I was a huge Elvis fan growing up. Suspicious Minds is still one of my favorite songs of all sure. time. First song sure. I ever played sure. live. Sang live in nineteen ninety five. Amazing. Uh and I remember when this version came this song came out in the Nike commercial, I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. This is so cool. And then it made me go back and, and get back into Elvis and uh you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, do you think he wanted that? Sh- I think he would have probably been like, yeah, OK with that. So uh, Elvis is going to be played by this dude, Austin Robert Butler. Uh, oh, he's Austin an American Robert. doctor or <laughs> American actor. Uh, he's known for his roles as James Wilk Wilkerson in the TV series Switched at Birth, The Carrie Diaries, The Sharana Chronicles. And uh, he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, Tex. Oh, fuck. Yeah. He was the dude with the mustache. Who uh, I believe oh, ends yeah. up getting uh, getting real looks fucked like up. Elvis a little bit. Yeah, that cool man. Sense. Good on him. Go see that movie. Support the Boz Lerman. That's a big movie music guy, right? He did like uh, what was that one? The um, song Bird, from the that net. girl. The, what the, the song from that woman that wrote the commentary for the Tribune? She he did a whole thing about it. Really? Yeah, I remember it was like a song. 
Buzz Lerman song. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but what's the movie where they were all like the bird, not the bird cage. That was a different movie. Um, what was the uh, the one that they did that uh, Lady Marmalade song from? They were it was like a like a burlesque movie. Was Chicago? it just called burlesque? Oh, Chicago. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's free to wear sunscreen. Oh yeah. It was like 1998. It's based on a. Uh, Sarah and I do bits about that song all the time. Yeah, Moulin Rouge. No, Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge, okay. Yeah. But his song was basically, it was an editorial from Schmidt, some lady who wrote something for the, and he just made it into a song. Like, it was something she wrote. Wow. Pretty cool. Very cool. Um, But yeah, those are, if we forgot any commercials, let us know. Paul, what is our, paulmartymix at gmail.com. I do want to take care of one. uh, You get some house cleaning to do? House cleaning. Uh, as you know, there's been a through line on this podcast where we talk about the chicks and how you got me back into them, and now they're on tour with some amazing the support who? acts. The chicks. Oh, the chicks! I was like, what are you? What chicks are you talking about? The chicks. I'm into these chicks. chicks. Yeah, right you on. You got me. And we've covered, we've talked about the song uh, "Gaslighter." Sure. And then what happened on that boat that she talks about? Her husband cheated on her. Right. Her husband. He's a CBS actor. A CBS actor. Also, Persian guy. <gasps> really? What? Yeah. Do you and, know him? Uh, no, but I can't talk Do about your parents know his parents? <laughs> Uh-oh. No, I can't talk about it on the air, but Uh-oh. I did have an interaction indirectly with him. If you see Paul in person <laughs> for a like, comedy, oh, guy. <laughs> go, hey, let me know the story, and he'll tell you after the show. Uh, he, was, he was somewhere. Uh, I was in New York last week, and he was somewhere. And then they're like, oh, that's the guy. He was married to uh, a famous musician. Yeah. And I was like putting two together. And but then, then he s- cheated on a boat. And then I was like, holy shit, that's the dude. That's the dude. Um, yeah, he's a he's a Persian dude. Interesting. So I don't know where my, royalty, my loyalties are. I don't know. Maybe it's with the chicks. Now I got to hear his side. It's with the chicks, Paul. <laughs> you heard the song. I saw them on. Uh, I saw them on Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. The band. Oh, right on. Not her. Yeah. They're Fucking amazing. Kelly Clarkson's in. I watched a little bit of her show the other day and I was like, it seems like she just likes it. Seems like if Target was a show, you know what I mean? She's just happy. She's just like, just Target, y'all. We're just going to have some fun and, and have some people on and just talk about whatever. They played the gas. The the chicks played a song on, yeah. on the show that was kind of like, kind of, uh, yeah. not dark, but just like a deep song. And she goes, it goes, I just love you guys. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like completely took away from the moment of like the. You know, be introspective. Listen to the lyrics. She's like, I just you guys are one of my favorites growing up. This is a moment for me. It's just like head over to the Target uh, (laughs) food court lounge after the show. Log on if you want to check out more. You want to see more. Get a little personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut and a Starbucks coffee. I mean, that's daytime TV. That's what they want. They don't want you to think about stuff. I love it. And uh, we'll leave you guys with this hit. Uh, Paul, great job. Wonderful list. Good to be back. A lot of memories. New at their new studios. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see all you uh, tape heads next time. This has been Make Us a Mixtape uh, on the Mixtape Radio Network. <laughs>